Lift your two hands and thank God. Lift your two hands and give him praise and give him glory. Thank him for gift of life. Thank him, give him praise. It is him for which reason we are not consumed. Give him all the praise. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Thank you for taking us and bringing us back to this place to be taught your word. Thank you for health. Thank you for grace. Thank you for glory. Thank you for your anointing that works in us. We give you praise. We give you glory. We thank you, Lord. Let your name alone be glorified. Let your name be honored. Let your name be magnified. As we sit under your word, we pray that your name will be glorified. I want you to thank God. Just thank him for the privilege to be here. And it's not everyone that saw yesterday that is seen today. Thank him. Thank him that God made it possible that after the rain, you still made it to church. It's a blessing to still be here after the rain. It's a blessing to still be here after the rain. Maloshe branda vahatea. Leko shivranda sifabalada. Leke tele maharo shegada vahayas. Rabababa shabalada babaya. Lemo kotole me kabrandi sovani antavayas. We bless your name, Lord. We bless your name, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We count it worthy to be in your presence. We count it blessed to be in the presence of the Lord, to be taught and be instructed by your word in the name of Jesus. Show us thy glory, O Lord. Hey, show us thy glory, O Lord. Let the dew of heaven bring us a refreshing show us thy glory once more let the dew of heaven bring us a refreshing Show us thy glory once more. Let the dew of heaven bring us a refreshing. Show us thy glory once more. Oh, show us thy glory, O Lord. Oh, show us thy glory, O Lord. Oh, let the dew of heaven bring us. Every fresh show us 
Jesus. Oh, thy glory once more. Oh, let the dew of heaven bring us a refreshing show us thy glory once more we thank you lord we thank you lord oh we thank you jehovah almighty Oh, we thank you, Lord. Oh, we thank you, Lord. Oh, we thank you, Jehovah Almighty. We thank you, we thank you, Lord. Oh, we thank you, Lord, oh, we thank you, Jehovah Almighty, oh, we thank you, Lord, oh, we thank you, Lord, oh, we thank you, Jehovah. Almighty, great things He has done, great things He will do, oh, to the Lord, oh, be the
Jesu Yehuwa Obe Alleluia Nyamka Oh Soro Soro Nyame Oh Ade Kesia Awa And you Nyamka Your two hands lifted O soro soro nyame o ade kasia awa Father we thank you tonight for what you are about to teach us we give you praise in Jesus name amen hallelujah please take your seat Tonight, I want you to close your eyes and put your hand on your heart and pray that God help me to understand what is about to be taught in the name of Jesus. Say that short prayer before I start teaching. Father, we thank you. We bless you. Thank you for what you are about to teach us. We have gathered under your feet to receive from you. We pray for illumination via your word. We pray that understanding will be clearer. We will leave this place edified. We will leave this place reformed and transformed. As we receive your word, we know we will not be the same again. Our ears are open to hear your word. Our spirit is inspired. Let our spirit be inspired by your word. We pray that we will leave our old ways and follow you after this evening. I bind the spirit of laziness. I bind the spirit of dullness. I bind the spirit of forgetfulness. I pray that Lord, as I preach your word, I pray that reception will be clearer. Your people will move from the place of lowliness to the place of purpose. In the name of Jesus, bless us and release us in Jesus' name. Amen. Tonight, I want to teach on the subject, a very important subject that will help you to become a better Christian. I have tried throughout my calling to stay in a particular area of the word. Every man of God is called to emphasize a particular area of the word. And one thing I love to do is to teach people how to live the word. To teach you how to live the word. And tonight I'm teaching on the subject how to develop self-control. How to develop self-control as a believer. There are many Christians who don't have self-control. There are many of us who lack self-control. We are believers. We are Christians. We speak in tongues. We love God. We love the church. We love to be called the people of God, but we lack self-control. And tonight, I begin this series that will help someone come out of a certain situation that has entangled your life 
that is denying you the glory, the full glory of God. God has purposed that we encounter his full glory. But there are certain things that when we engage our lives in, entangles the glory of God in our lives. And one of it is when a man lacks self-control. Amen. Much of the problems we fall in or we encounter as Christians or as children of God is because of lack of self-control. And I'm going to take us through the scriptures. So don't worry, we're going to go through scriptures. Lack of self-control is the reason why we find ourselves in many messes. Can I tell you that your biggest problem is you? You are your biggest problem. The devil is not your biggest problem. The devil is not our biggest problem. Our biggest problem is us. Our biggest problem is the decisions we make. Our biggest problem is how we modulate our emotions and how we control ourselves. The devil is not the biggest problem of the believer. The believer himself becomes his own problem. So, why can't I do the things I want to do, but I end up doing the things I don't want to do? That is the language of many Christians. The, the fact, the truth of the matter is that whether you like it or not, your conscience is committed to the Holy Spirit. So a Christian is not born never to sin. A Christian will sin. But a Christian must not live in sin. And if you are a Christian, it will be difficult for you to live in sin because the Holy Spirit is committed to you living a life pleasing to God. So you realize that every time you don't do what God likes, you yourself, you are not happy. So you find yourself saying, why is it that I'm not able to do the things I want to do? I believe that all of us here want to live a life that will cause God to clap for us. <laughs> we want to have God's approval and God's joy that God looks at us as we live our lives no matter where we find ourselves and we are making God proud. But why is it that I find myself doing the very things I don't want to do? The very things I said in my New Year resolution that I will not do. And the things that I said I would do, I find myself not being able to do the things I want to do. But I easily still do the things I don't want to do. Now, let me show you something that Apostle Paul found himself in the same situation, Romans chapter 7, verse 19 to 20. It's a teaching service. Take note of all the scriptures. For the good that I would, I do. Give me soft version. I want to do what is good, but I don't. I don't want to do what is wrong, but I do it anyway. Verse 20. But if I do what I don't want to do, I am not really the one doing wrong. It is sin living in me that does it. So Apostle Paul, the man 
of the spirit, the man of grace, is finding himself in the same situation you find. Don't criticize yourself too much because it takes something for you to master yourself. If Apostle Paul is saying, verse 19, listen to what Paul is saying. Give me the message version. Give me the message version. I decide to do good, but I don't really do it. I decide not to do bad, but then I do it anyway. That is why we need to be grateful to, for what Jesus did for us. Because if we have to go to heaven based on our works, even Apostle Paul will not go. Yeah, based on our works, even Apostle Paul will not go. Because this is him, he said, he wants to do good, but he ends up doing bad. The very things he doesn't want to do, he finds himself doing. And this is what you and I find ourselves in the same situation. That is why we are saved by grace through faith. So it's not actually our works. It's not our salvation is not a product of works. But when you are saved, salvation, grace, I will show you in subsequent series that grace empowers you to do good works. So now we come back to the subject of tonight. I don't want to jump the gun because it's a series. The more you want to do good, the more you cannot do good. Now, Paul says that, verse 20, he said, what is actually, he said, my decisions such as they are don't result in actions. Something has gone wrong deep within me and gets the better of me every time. So there is something we call cause and effect. And that thing is sin. So Paul is saying that I am not actually the one doing the wrong thing. So, but it is the sin that is in me. So David will say that thy word have I hidden in my heart that I might not. Because what is in will be what will be reflected out. So the sin here that Paul is talking about is what I'm going to talk about is lack of self-control. When there is a self-indiscipline, you will not be able to commit to the decisions. Our New Year resolutions are still on paper. And we are left with almost three months for the year to end. Because of the sin of lack of self-control and the sin of lack of self-discipline, it is our biggest enemy. It's our biggest enemy. Because if we upgrade discipline in our lives as Christians, the things we would have achieved. If we upgrade self-control in our lives, we would have done more than what we have done. I'm coming. Sometimes you feel your life is out of self-control. You feel like you cannot contain your life again. When you come to that point, it means that your borders are broken. The head is broken. 
There are no gutters to contain the water. And when there are no drainage, when the drainage in an area is not good, when it rains, there is flood. But when the drainages are clean and clear, when it rains, there's no erosion. When you come to a point where you cannot control your life, it means that your borders are broken. You have lacked discipline. And therefore, many things have been allowed into your life, the space of your life. Everybody has a space. That is why when you are walking in the sun, you see your shadow cast, but your shadow does not cover everywhere. There is a particular space on the ground your shadow covers. Every human being has a space. And when you don't protect your borders with discipline and self-control, you will become overwhelmed with love, life issues. Proverbs chapter 25 verse 28. I'm taking it one by one. 25, 28. Koba shanda labahayas. He that has no rule over his own spirit is like a city that is broken down and without walls. That's what I just said. <laughs> when you don't have rule over yourself, it means that you are like a city that is broken down. It's like a dam that is broken. The water just gushes out and messes up everything. A lot of us have our walls broken down. So when it's down, you cannot pray. You cannot serve God well. You cannot be a good titan. You cannot love people well. You cannot be diligent. You cannot be a faithful friend. When your bodies are down, the water will just go in any direction and it becomes difficult to contain. When you realize that your life is becoming difficult to contain, you need to just, it's not about the devil, it's about you. Because if you put yourself in check, the enemy can do nothing. The enemy can do nothing. He that is above is above all. When your walls are broken, even you cannot control your finances. Your finances become scattered because you lack discipline in expenditure. Whatever you see, you like. Everything you see, you buy. Because when self-control is missing, you are in trouble. And that is why you need to pay attention to this teaching. And if I were you after service, tomorrow I'll listen, I'll listen to it and listen to it because you need it. You know, you, you know that you need it. You and I know that we, we all need it. Sometimes you wake up, you want to pray for one hour. Because of lack of self-control, you get to 20 minutes and then you sleep. You say, Jesus is not coming tomorrow. Why am I worrying myself? That is the language of lack of self-control. You have to pay your tithe, 500 Ghana. Then you take 150 from it. That is lack of self-control. Are you here with me? You are supposed, you know, you are supposed to be in the meeting at 7 p.m. And you know that you have to, when you calculate your 
journey to the meeting, you have to use one hour. So by 6 p.m., you have to set off to wherever you are going. But this is you when it's 6 p.m., you say, oh, let me just stretch a little bit. By the time you stretch a little bit, it's 15 minutes to 7, and this is you running into the meeting. You get there and you are disoriented. It's just lack of self-control. Are you here? In the absence of self-control, no life achieves anything significant. No life. When you have self-control, the little help you receive in life, the little push you receive in life, the little, the little resource that God commits into your hands, you see that it will do much, it will do more, it will do greater things in your life because you can control what God has given to you. Yeah, self-control. If you, can, you, if, if, if you can be disciplined as a Christian. You see, being spiritual doesn't mean that. Being supernatural doesn't mean that you shouldn't be disciplined. We think that when you are in discipline or lack of self-control, it means that the spirit of the Lord is moving on you. No, when the earth was without form, okay, and void and darkness covered the earth, Genesis chapter 1, and the spirit of God moved over it. It didn't scatter it. It began to create. It began to place things in order. It began, even, even the sea learned self-control. God made sure that the sea knew it borders. Every sun, every star is in its orbit. They don't dislocate from their orbit. So they function as God has ordained. They disappear and appear when God has ordained. As long as they remain in their orbit, they continue to be in divine purpose. As long as we miss out on discipline, self-control, we will find ourselves in many, many problems we shouldn't be in. And all those things becomes delay factors in our lives. And we'll be blaming the devil. It's not the devil, it's us. When a self-controlled life shall be a very successful life. Yes. As a life that is submitted to God is a self-controlled life. Titus chapter 2, verse 6 to 8. Subversion. Titus 2, 6 to 8. He said, in the same way, encourage the young men to live wisely. And you yourself must be an example to them by doing good works of every kind. Let everything you do reflect the integrity and seriousness of your teaching. Verse 8. Paul was speaking to Titus, Pastor Titus. He said, said, teach the truth so that your teaching can't be criticized. Then those who oppose us will be ashamed and have nothing bad to say about us. Take me back to the six. I wish you had the GNT version. But anyway, give me the message version. 
Also guide the young men to live disciplined lives. Young man, young woman, there is a need that we live disciplined lives. The world is in chaotic forms now because people have become very, very indisciplined. And is it spiritual for a Christian to be self-controlled? By the end of the teaching, by the end of this series, you will get to know that, in fact, the purpose for which the Spirit of the Lord leads us is for us to be self-disciplined. Give me the verse 7. Verse 7, he said, but mostly show them all this by doing it yourself, incorruptible in your teaching. Verse 8, your words solid and sane, then anyone who is dead set against us when he finds nothing weird or misguided, misguided might eventually come around. If Christians become disciplined and self-controlled, we will win more souls. Yes, we will win more souls if the church is filled with men and women, ladies and gentlemen, who are self-controlled. If husbands become self-controlled, we will have more, greater, nicer, beautiful marriages. If wives become self-controlled, so you see that the subject of self-control is one of the critical aspects of the Christian life that will command God's blessing on him. Self-control gives confidence and security. A Christian who is self-controlled will be confident because he knows that he's waiting for the leadings of the Spirit. He knows that he, 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 he is controlling himself to follow what God has said. But the devil never wants anybody, any Christian to be self-controlled. So therefore, he always tries to distract us. He did that to Adam and Eve. As long as they were self-controlled within the confines that God has, give, has permitted them, they were okay. And the devil was not okay. So all that the devil needed to do was to get them to be indisciplined. Don't eat this fruit. Get indisciplined and eat it. The devil will never have you until he gets you to go out of control in the realms of the spirit. And a self-controlled life will be a life that has security. Yeah. Success cannot be achieved in life when a man lacks self-control and self-discipline. You cannot even become wealthy with an indisciplined life. Without self-control, you are unlikely to achieve anything that will last. Because anything that is built which will last is built with discipline. <laughs> you build your career for it to stand, you have to build it with discipline. Because if you are not careful, you will not even invest in your career. The money you save to go to school you use it for another thing. 
Because distractions have, has a voice. Every distraction has a voice. Every distraction has a voice of importance. So a man, a, a child of God that is not disciplined will pay attention to another voice that has a certain significance. So though you had New Year resolution of taking up a new course this year, because of lack of discipline, because of lack of self-control, you could not achieve it. It's not the devil. It's because we could not control our desires. May the Lord help us all. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27. I'm getting there. But I keep under my body and bring it into subjection, lest that by any means, when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. Message version. This is Apostle Paul talking. That he himself, after he has finished preaching, he has to discipline himself. I am staying alert and in top condition. I am not going to get caught napping, telling everyone else all about it, and then missing out myself. NLT, giving you a, a better picture. I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should. Today I saw a video where there, I saw an eagle in the air training on how to grip a prey. So it will soar, and whilst it's coming down, it is releasing the, the claws and gripping. And right after the rehearsals, after many days, it just went straight on the sea to pick up a fish. You cannot, you cannot achieve much with an indisciplined life. He said 40 days of power. You could not discipline yourself to fast for 40 days. Because fasting for days demands discipline and self-control. Those who fast for long days, they don't fast because they don't feel hungry. You will feel hungry in the fast. You will feel discomforted. You will have many distractions. But a self-controlled Christian will achieve a lot with the help of the Spirit. An indisciplined man cannot be effectively used by God. Like Gehazi. Gehazi was not a self-controlled Christian. He did what he shouldn't do at the wrong time. So Elisha asked him, is it the time to collect money? Is it the time? When the master is rejecting the money, he will, out of indiscipline, self-control, lack of self-control, goes for the money and because of indiscipline, he commanded the curse on him and that of his generation. There are many of us in church, instead of commanding blessings on our lives, we are commanding curses we are commanding failure. We are commanding so many problems on ourselves because of lack of indiscipline or lack of discipline. He said, otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I myself be disqualified. That means if Paul becomes indisciplined, 
No matter the anointing he walks in, no matter the power he demonstrates in ministration, if he walks in indiscipline, after preaching, you'll be disqualified. You have to pay attention to this teaching. The fitness trainer will tell you no pain, no gain. You have to train. Training is an aspect of discipline. If you're a pastor or a Christian and you don't study your Bible every day, <laughs> if you don't study your Bible, you have to have a certain lifestyle that when you wake up in the morning, the first thing you engage with is the word of God, no matter what. And that will take self-control. You engage the word before your phone. If even you go on your phone, it's because you want to engage the word there. Spiritual growth is not automatic. It takes discipline. When you see somebody, you see that somebody is a great Christian. Black. One time we were listening to Dr. Otabe was talking about how he prepares to preach. I was just open, I just opened my mouth. And I said, oh, damn me, I'm joking. I am, I, 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 I am just joking. One verse, you read 15 commentaries. Hey! As for us, by the time we read one verse, for God so loved the world, then, and, then, and, and then we start. You see, there are three factors in this verse. God, the world, and the sun. No, 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 no. I, you see, and the more you spend time, the more you, you become disciplined with a subject in your life, the more you take up, maybe you are growing fat, you are gaining too much, too much weight. You have to discipline yourself and go on a certain schedule. You know it. You just know it, but don't eat after eight. You eat at 10 o'clock. You eat kinky, two kinky. You drink water, boom, and you sleep. No, you, 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 you cannot defeat it. Don't eat candies. You enter the fridge. You must know that when you see candy, you must move away. But when you lack self-control, exercise 30 minutes every day. Oh, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it next week. After doing it one, tomorrow I'll do. I won't do. You won't do. You see, the whole situation about life is that if you see a champion, he's not a champion. He's a self-disciplined man. Yes. If you've gone around champions or you have gone around successful people, one of the things you will see cardinally with them is that they are very disciplined. Peak performance requires constant exercise. Your tomorrow will be strong if you start building a self-controlled life now. A Christian, a church member who is not self-controlled will be roaming. Every prophetic, every apostolic, every something meeting somewhere, you see that you'll be gallivanting. You are not the, uh, when you see a plant, a plant talks about self-control. It is at one place. 
if it's raining in Odoko and it's not raining in Lashibi, the plant will be at Lashibi. If it's at Lashibi, it will be there. Have you ever seen a plant say, it has taken three months to rain in Lashibi and it has been raining in Odoko? So you see, no, it's taking trotro, Charlie. It's going to adopt. No, no, no. It, it is this is there. Because it knows that its time will come. When you are a matured Christian, you will be planted in the church. And you will not be worried. Because if there is a revival in another church, you will know that the God of the revival can also visit your church at the right time. So the the the, the seed of indiscipline is producing so many immature Christians because we are having too many gallivanting Christians. Oh, yes. I'm preaching. God can't work with impatient men and it's difficult to work with indisciplined men. Indiscipline can truncate the success process. It can just truncate it. Bam! It can just. You watch football now. Something happened to Greenwood in Manchester. A lady accused him of violence and blah, 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 rape. They sat on his case. A very promising. I believe that if he had stayed in Manchester, eh? Manchester would not like a striker. He's better than Rashford. He would have been one of the best strikers Manchester would have produced. Now, this is him after accusation. Manchester comes out and says, we found no fault with you, but you have dragged the club's name into blah, blah, blah. So, terminate contract. A successful story has been likely truncated. We wish him well. We pray that he does well wherever he is. But the story would have been different. And now another player, Anthony, the favorite player, player of the coach, is caught in the same suit. Track all the stories. It's about when greatness finds itself in a, in a lack of self-controlled life. It, it can be aborted. I'm just preparing the background for this whole series. I want you to see that, you see, you might not have been in the state where you are. It's because of indiscipline that now we have too many baby mamas in churches. Baby mamas and baby papas. It's lack of self-control. And that can affect what God wants to do with you. I will show you the scriptures. It can complicate, it can make your life harder. It can. They, Joseph, 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 the betrothed husband to Mary, had to be self-controlled. Else he would have parted ways with Mary. He had to be self-controlled. He had to listen to what the angel of the Lord told him. Consider it well and be self-controlled. Not to put away Mary. And that is how come he, uh, he has been associated with the son of God. Your greatness is tied to your ability to control your life. Hello? 
Self-control is not an option for the Christian. It is the life you must live. No man is truly free. There was this man, a Greek philosopher, I chanced on his name, Epictetus. He said, no man is truly free until he masters himself. If Abraham had mastered himself, we won't have Ishmael. I, I, I'm, are you following me? If David had mastered himself, he wouldn't be a killer of somebody's husband. And he would not be a wife snatcher. I'm preaching. Jesus took the subject of self-control to a deeper level. A deeper level. John chapter 8 verse 34. Look at that scripture. Jesus answered them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whosoever committed sin is the servant of sin. Message version. Jesus said, I tell you most solemnly that anyone who chooses a life of sin is trapped. He is in discipline. Pastor, I don't know what happened. It's the work of the devil. It's the work of an indisciplined life. Leave the devil out of this. Just leave the devil. Let us let the devil rest at for once he should rest. And let us tackle ourselves. Let us tax ourselves. And let us read our lives well. There is a man in the Bible that baffles me and I always feel pity for him. And I'm sure he wishes he gets a second chance to rewrite history. His name is Samson. Almighty Samson. I don't know who is anointed like Samson apart from Christ in the Bible. A man that when weapons of the enemy attacks has no injury on his body. He used the jawbone of an axe to kill thousand soldiers. Because the jawbone of, uh, of an axe cannot fight with long range. They are not bombs. They are not spears. And the people have spears and swords. And yet the jawbone of an axe in his hands could kill thousand soldiers. And yet this is the man who did not die at the weapons of the generals of Philistines, but died because of his lust and desires because of lack of self-control. He lost his his resources. His life most treasured resource. He lost it because of lack of self-control. He lost it. Not that he was not anointed. Samson was anointed, but he failed. Samson was a destiny helper to a whole nation, but he failed. Ordained and called by God, he failed. Why? Because he lacked self-control. I pray. One of the prayers I pray mostly is that God help me to be a disciplined, a disciplined spiritual man. 
discipline. You are spiritual, but you are disciplined. If you are a spiritual person, you are not disciplined. You betray yourself. You give, you give, you see, childishness. You go on people's status and they are insulting their friends indirectly. You, they will write something on their status and you know, you, they know who they are talking to. <laughs> One day you will see me and you will regret. <laughs> you dump me, but God will pick me up. Oh, please, stop preaching. You are, you are not preaching. Because you are just, you are, you, are, you, you, you are not able to control yourself. And I understand, sometimes you, you can get to a point where you cannot control the way you feel. And you just be doing things. And you think that it's God that is leading you. No. Self-control. The reason people drown in the sea is that a time came whilst they were sw- swimming that they lacked control and they drowned. Any Christian who cannot do morning devotions every day lacks self-control. And you know, sometimes when I step out of the room going to work and I could read only 30 minutes of the Bible, I feel so guilty. 24 hours you do 30 minutes. Who is your priority in life? Who, what is controlling you? If it's the word of the Lord, 30 minutes is small. Don't let anybody deceive you. You don't need to be a pastor to study the Bible. You have to know the Bible. You have to, you, we have to study. 30 minutes. You, and, and why are you going? How are you going to live the day? How are you going to make judgments? Because if you're a professional, after studying the Bible, you have to read something about your profession every day. So if you're an accountant, you have to be studying every day. If you're a doctor, you have to read every day. If whatever you are, if you want to build yourself in that field, every day you have to read. And this is you, you have been 30 minutes, 15 minutes, 5 minutes of Bible. What are you going to do when the devil shows us? Shows up. How disciplined can you be? Because our minds must be saturated with our professions. And your first profession is that you are a Christian. Second profession is what you have learned on earth. Great men are people who have developed self-control. Alcoholics are people who, have, who lack self-control. When you see a drug addict, he lost it. He lost control of, of drugs. He lost it. Every wasted life can be directed to indiscipline. Look at the prodigal son. Took away over $13.5 million. Went to blow it. Spend, spending indiscriminately or whatever. He was just spending. Just spending. Shabale kapayas. When you go on your knees every day, pray for the spirit of self-control. It will save you a thousand times. 
to save you a thousand times. The spirit of self-control. The spirit of discipline. I remember I told you after school, I went to another church doing ministry with a friend, doing miracle hour because I felt the burning. Then I got a message from my old man to my mom. Tell your son, where is Prince? Let him come home. And that time, Charlie, the thing has entered me. I was enjoying seeing the power of God. I came back and sat down and did nothing in church. But today, I'm here. Self-control is one of the blessings if you stay with a great man, if you stay with a great woman, one of the things you will see, I can promise you, is an attitude of self-control. You will see a routine. Successful routines are built on the wings of self-control. Successful routines are built on the wings of self-control. Samson was the light of Israel, but he failed. Why? Because he, he lacked self-control. Strength, listen to this and write it down. Strength minus self-control is a transferred strength to your enemy. Lack of self-control will transfer the strength, the glory, your ability to your enemy. That's what happened to Samson. Transfer the strength. Instead of keeping the people, the Philistines in bondage by the anointing, he rather found himself in that mess. Samson did not lose to the Philistines. He lost the battle to self-control, lack of self-control. His enemies could not handle Samson. They borrowed his weakness in lack of self-control. Your enemy, the devil, is no match for you. He will throw a bit of indiscipline. He will throw a bit of lack of self-control. And when you are able to take it and he hooks you, then he overcomes you. That is how fishermen fish for fish. They throw a bait and the fish comes and he sees a worm at the bait because at the sight of the worm, the fish will forget the potential of the danger he's entering in. He looks at the worm. He forgets that there's a hook. And by the time he's swallowing the worm, the hook gets guessing. Lack of indiscipline. And out of the lot of the fish, this is the fish being pulled out of his successful environment. May you not be picked up from your successful environment. Your amen is not strong. It is when your body loses control that you fall sick. And you see a sick person. It's because the load of virus, bacteria, stress, tiredness, injury is more than what the body can take. So the body loses control. You see, when, 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 when somebody has diabetes, it means that his pentose phosphate pathway, the pathway that processes glucose and all that, 
has been overwhelmed. Insulin is in low demand or low supply. So instead of the sugar in the blood being absorbed into the cells, the sugar remains in the blood, building up, building up, building up. The body has lost the ability to process. It's out of control. So the sugar levels will be reading very high. May you not go out of control. May you not go out of control. Pastor, how do I develop self-control? Because I can see that I've messed up my life. Not the devil. And I know that's why you came here tonight. I don't want to rush it. The word of God provides a number of solid answers to our inquiry. And me, myself, as the Lord led me to prepare this sermon, this series of four parts, I learned a lot and I solidified my routines. Yes. You have to be disciplined. You have to be disciplined to drink a lot of water. You have to be disciplined to see young people in church as Christian sisters. No matter how beautiful they are, they are Christian sisters. You are entitled to one to marry. You discipline. You can't propose to five girls in the church. What is wrong with you? And you sisters, you cannot entertain more than one in your life. It's self-control. And sometimes the sister you will choose, you will find five other sisters who are nicer than her, but self-control must keep you in your orbit. That is the only time your glory can manifest. But self-control is out of the church. Brothers are, are, are kissing this, kissing that, sleeping with this, proposing to plenty men, women in the church because of lack of discipline. Pastor, that is my problem. That's why I'm doing the series. <laughs> that is why I'm doing the series. Don't worry. Because of you, I prepared the message. I'm here for you. Self-control will teach you that not all good things, not all that glitters is gold. Not all good things are needed at that time. It is good, but it's not for you. Are you, are you following me? It is a good idea, but it's not for you. What is a good idea? A good idea is what seems as the routine and what seems as what is accepted. So God said, they should go around Jericho, Jericho once a day, once a day for six days and on the seventh day, go around it seven times. It would have been a good idea for God to start from the first day, seven times. Second day, once. Thursday, once. Last day, once and shout. It's a good, that is a very logical good idea, yes or no? Hello? Yeah, because on the seventh day, we are tired. We, are, we have become used to once a day. Now, on the seventh day, God says, go around it seven times. Hey, you need strength to sometimes gain your victory. Don't get tired. Don't faint. 
Don't get tired quickly because sometimes the point that naturally you are tired, the heavens will place a demand. And when God places a demand, he makes grace available. But because of the weakness in your flesh, if you don't take care, because of lack of discipline, lack of self-control to follow the leadings of the spirit, you will give up, you will rest, and then you forfeit your blessing. Miracles just don't happen. You cause them to happen. Things don't just happen. You cause them to happen. 1 Corinthians 6, 12, soft version. You say I am allowed to do anything, but not everything is good for you. And even though I am allowed to do anything, I must not become a slave to anything. Message version. Just because something is technically legal doesn't mean that it's spiritually appropriate. If I went around doing whatever I thought I could get by with, I would be a slave to my own whips. Wow. Amplified version. Everything is permissible for me, but not every, not all things are beneficial. Everything is permissible. Listen to this. I'll say something after this and by five minutes I'm done. Everything is permissible for me. But I will not be enslaved by anything and brought under its power, allowing it to control me. All things are lawful, but not all things are expedient. All things are lawful to you. But not all things are beneficial. If it is lawful, but not helpful to you, not helpful to your family, not helpful to the system you are in, not helpful in this season, then no matter how good it is, no matter how Wild, it is moving you. It is not expedient. Have self-control. Are you here? Are you here? It is like you go out with a guy. If you don't develop self-control and self-discipline, you will have an experience based on plan or gland. You'll be driven by your plan or you'll be driven by your gland. Did you understand that? Oh. Did I play it well? Did I play it well? Or oh, you understood? Okay. It is not when you and the guy are sitting at the back seat in the car at 9 p.m. that you are going to decide to be self-disciplined. At that point, you will live by your gland. Because if you are living by plan, you will not find yourself in that position in the first place. Then you blame the devil. It was the work. It's not the work of the devil. Leave the devil. The devil is powerless over you. Leave him alone. Leave the devil alone. 
think any armed robber will ever think about going to rob in Jubilee House? The place is fortified. It is because of the fortification you will not hear armed robbery attacks. Are there no armed robbers? Is the devil not around? If the devil is around and you have self-control, you live under the inspiration of the word of the law. You do what you must do because God has said you should do. You do what you are doing because the word of God has taught you to do. Ha! The devil will throw all the missiles. It will not affect you. And you see the devil's attacks prospering in your life. Your walls are down. You've gone out of order. Self-control will unlock holiness in your life. Oh, yes. Self-control. You went to, view, you, you went to visit a guy. There's nobody in the house. 10 p.m. As you are entering the house, what is entering to your head? What, are you going to, what do you expect? Eh? Nobody is in the house. Eh, Nobody is in the house. 10 p.m. Oti Coca Cola. No, on also the Shalom Spot. What are you doing in Shalom Spot? And you are entering the house, and he's the one opening the gate. And there's no light. He's not going to put it on. And you are still standing there. What are you looking for? Self-control. Let's, let's retire the devil. Self-control will retire the devil in your life. He'll be so full. If Adam and Eve did not go out of order, the devil would have been frustrated. I don't have time to jump into the... I said self-control will unlock holiness in our lives. Self-control. Self-control. What are you, why are you going to do video call? What, what are you looking Is it the, is it you, what are you going to do video call for? Hello? What are you doing at the pool party? What are you going to do? What do you expect? Glory of God to show up in the pool party. Let's read this scripture and then I, I close. First Thessalonians 4, 3 to 4. First Thessalonians 4, 3 to 4. A soft version. Let's make it clearer quickly. God's will is for you to be holy. So stay away from all sexual sin. Verse 4. Then each of you will control his own body. Church. You are not matured until you pass this test. Controlling your own body. Waking up when you have to wake up. Getting to events on time. Taking the right thing you must take. Controlling our own body. 
and live in holiness and honor. Forget about every activity of spirituality. Without this, you are not mature. Kaya balataya. Self-control. But you don't miss any of the series because it gets very interesting. This is just, I just want you to have, as you are sitting there, you are waiting for me to give you the point. I won't give you because I'm, this is a foundation. I want you to understand the need that you, we need self-control. But I'll take you through about six steps that will take three more series, three more sermons because I wouldn't want to rush it. Are you here with me? I will show you next week how Jesus had to exercise self-control. Self-control will lead you into proper planning of your life. Grace and oil is coming. Plan. Control your activities. Self-control. Sometimes you have to marry at the right time. It takes self-control. To marry the right person, it takes self-discipline. Because sometimes your desire is not matching what God wants. You want a tall guy, God brings a short guy. <laughs> you want a heavy-built guy, God brings a very slim person. You want somebody who has advanced master's PhD, and God brings a diploma holder. And this is you, you're like, this is not what I bargained for. One time as a pastor, I was going to, I was supposed to put together two people. I look at the two. The equation was not balanced. But something about the two convinced me. Today I watch them. I, vi- I visit them. I see what God is doing with the two of them. And I like, if I followed myself, I would have missed the leadings of the Spirit. Unassuming, but massively doing well. Unassuming. You have to learn to control your appetite before you start saying, Are you my class? Immediately you start using those words. You must know that you are operating in disorder. You are not my class. You are not my class. Which class are you? Steve Jobs, on his sick bed, his dying bed, he said, he, all the wealth, all the fame he has, he has seen that they are so worthless that no man should make it part of their life because it, 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 it he, 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 he used a word I forgot. He said, it is in, incompatible Self-control. And some of you ladies now, you see that ladies will just allow themselves to get pregnant for men so that they marry them. Christians, lack of self-control, period, indiscipline. And you know what it creates? It creates more problems, more opportunities for the devil to strike, more poverty, more complications. The church must teach the world but this is the church not being able to overcome 
but I declare that you are overcoming. Oh, your amen is not strong. You are overcoming. You become a man and a woman that can control himself or herself. One of the things I will teach you is that you need to speak to your feelings. That will be the third point. Speak, address your feelings if you can control yourself. You have to address because if you follow your feelings, I advise, you can never control yourself if you follow your feelings. Today as I was driving to work, I was driving, I was in my lane. And I saw that a trotter driver B has come so close. He's using an unauthorized road. And he came around insulting me. I don't know what I did. I just took a deep breath. I just looked at him. He was still insulting. I don't know what I did. I was in my lane. And I think that somebody in the front there knows me. So he started talking to the person, like talking to the driver. Like the guy was also looking at me to wave at me, but I'm sure I was, my emotions were charged. I have to breathe in and control. No matter how anointed you are, your emotions can drive you away. Yeah, you, you'll be shocked what your emotion can do to you. And your emotions are, can be powerful than the oil upon your life. That is why when a prophet must prophesy, you must excite his, his emotions. You don't need the annoyance of an anointed man. You need the excitement of an anointed man. Yes. That's why you see when the pastor is preaching, the police, oh, yes, why? By the time you are doing that, you are distracting. The anointing operates in a very excited mood. So when I saw that, I had to breathe in and increase the music in the car. And sing Samsung. When the glory comes. Just, you have to address your emotions. Else your emotions will mislead you. Hallelujah. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Good minute. Pray for three minutes. Pray for five minutes. Pray that God. Malundi branda fahatas. Pray that God. Maladeva kashondi bi akataya. Lagadora kasavami ondi apayas. You want to pray that you are becoming a man or a woman that is disciplined, that is disciplined to follow the leadings of God. You have to pray that God, whatever indisciplined elements that are slowing down my life, slowing down my prosperity, slowing down your plans for my life, I pray in the name of Jesus, I, re- I receive grace. I receive grace, Malagada Baba, to walk in self-control, to walk in self-discipline. In the mighty name of Jesus. Leka Palada Baba Baba Shandala Babaya. Rakatala Mama Sotema Lakataya. Mekosha Taka Baba Baba. And God said in Joel that everyone shall be in his rank. He is talking about self-control. Be in the rank. Every star remains in his orbit. Makoni Bakoza Balaya. 
Jesus was so self-disciplined. He will be with Mary and Martha and no evil thing will come on in his mind. He will, he, 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 will, he will be in very dangerous and very serious moment. He was being beaten and spat upon with all the memory of his glory and power and who he was. He still controls himself. He told them, he told Peter, you think I can command legions of angels? He was self-controlled. You want to pray? In one minute, the Lord, I received the grace to walk in self-control. I received the grace. Self-control will help you to fast longer. Self-control will help you to study for long hours. Self-control will help you pursue destiny. Joseph was self-controlled. So he could not be kept in the pit. He could not be stopped in prison. He could not be stopped in Potiphar's house. He landed on the throne of destiny. I pray for you in the name of Jesus that grace will come upon us. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen and amen. Give the Lord a very nice clap. Hallelujah. We thank God for such a powerful time. Some of you, you are dating useless, worthless rascals. You need self-control to walk up and get ready to suffer momentarily in order to enter the glory. If you are indisciplined, you will get stuck and you will think that you can't come out. There are environments you need to step out. You need discipline to do that. And by the end of this series, I pray that you will not only be anointed, but you would have developed capacity and skill to be able to be self-disciplined. In Jesus' name, amen.